Greetings! Welcome back to the solo podcast Anime One at a Time, where I take a pause for the series I'm watching, among the hustle and bustle of the shiny new anime of today, also exploring the undervalued unknown. I'm the host Lita, and this is episode 28. Hello guys, we are finally in December! We are at the end of 2023. I can't believe that we are. I mean, my god, this year has just gone so, so fast. And I was thinking, when am I going to be able to cram in an episode for December? Because that's always my busiest month. So, I decided to cram it on. Today of all days, my birthday. So, today's my birthday and uh, we're cramming in a podcast because I feel like, when else am I going to do it? So, I'm recording on my birthday. Um... Oh, don't worry if you're probably wondering that I, yes, I'm having a really lovely day. It's currently nearly 6pm, so not over yet, but um, it's been a really nice time, it has. And I just feel another year older, as you do, <laughs> when you get to in your 30s. When I call that old, it's not really, but and it's, and it's only like three days away from Christmas. Uh, are you all prepared? Are you all prepared for your Christmases on your Christmas shopping? I really feel like, you know, we are put on with the stress of having to do all the Christmas shopping and all that shit. We are, and we get ourselves in a state, but I do understand that, yeah, prepping for it is um, time consuming, especially when you have a lot of people come over, which I totally get when I, back in the day when, um, you know, I lived in the UK and that I miss those days, but you know, it's nice now that it's not like that. It's not so chaotic, but everybody, everybody's Christmas is different. So this episode probably won't be too long. Um, cause I would like to enjoy the last few hours of my birthday would, but I just thought I would at least get something up here because I was, my original plan was to talk about um, what a series that would definitely give you the summer vibes, but I have decided to save that for January. I have instead. Um, I'll be excited to talk about that one in the new year. And I thought I just finished watching one of my seasonal shows. I have, and I thought, no, that will be this will be the perfect time to talk about it. I thought so, especially when we got that nice little holiday week and a bit break where people just want to chill, relax and watch stuff. So I have the perfect suggestion for you um, coming up, I do. Uh, but I'll give you the little report on um, the seasonal anime. Um, it is that some that are still going and some that have ended. So I actually ended up dropping The Kingdom of Ruin. Um... Like, it, the show was going so well. First episode was great. And then, I don't know, and then the story didn't really know what it was doing with itself. And um, kind of the two main characters became useless to me. And I just didn't want to stick around for it. Normally, I would stick around for it. But no, that didn't happen. Uh, I have completed one series from the seasonal sh shows, um, which I'll talk about momentarily. Um... I have also 
nearly completed Dr. Stone. I've got to watch the last episode tonight, actually. I'm so excited. I already saw that there's a season four, and that'll be the final season. Uh, loving Dr. Stone. Been great. Um, I'm a bit behind on Spy Family. Um, I have watched a couple of episodes last night, but I'm really way behind on that. But as usual, thoroughly enjoying watching that. And I actually believe today, being the 22nd, I, if from memory, I believe the movie's coming out, a Spy Family Code White, the movie. So, how convenient of that timing. Um, yeah, so that's being released in Japan, obviously. I don't know if it will get a release here. Uh, I kind of doubt it a bit. I do, but there's a fun fact for you. And I'm also watching The Inner Experience, Me and You. Now, I believe that has finally finished. I think that's such a cute little rom-com that's a bit um, different to ones I've seen. Uh, we always like that. So, I mean, maybe at some point I will talk about it. I will. Um, but I, I'm definitely going to end up completing that today as well. So I can add that to my um, anime challenge because um, for the whole entire year I've been, I set myself a goal to watch 50 anime. Even though it was originally started by a blogger named Tessa. She has the blog site called All All About Anime. Um, you should definitely check out her blog on that. I'll leave a link. And um, it's actually a 52-week challenge, but I kind of tweaked it and did 50. So complete 50 anime in a year. Currently, right now, I'm sitting on 42. So still got a week to go before the year's out. Hopefully, we can complete it. Pray for me. So, anyway, without further ado, moving on um, to the main event. As I say, I'm a bit pressed for time. So, uh, this is a series uh, I watched two years ago. I did when it first came out, and I absolutely adored it, like, for its um, genre, which people have classed it as shoujo isekai, and... um, there's not there's quite a few of there's quite a few that are starting to crop up now getting and uh, like anim, anime adaptations but this one like really just tickled my fancy and um of course like i think by halfway through the series i completely fell in love with it i did and i just thought after completing um because the second season came out this uh what are we in wind is it fall sorry fall anime um it just hit the right spot. It really did. And I thought this would be a great show just to watch over like between Christmas and New Year. It's just one of those shows where you can just, you know, even the author of the series had the intention with the series to, uh, and the anime to be to just kind of chill and kick back to, which if this is your vibe, then the show is going to be for you. So it has a light novel adaptation. It has a manga adaptation whichever you read you're going to get full fulfillment out if you really decide you want to go start out with that first uh there is 24 episodes uh it is a fantasy romance we'll call it under it is by the studio dio Mida, which has done shows like um uh domestic girlfriend uh i remember uh it's done some boys love series i can't remember off the top of my head <laughs> And that show is The Saint's Power is Omnipotent. 
yeah, potent. Uh, I really have. I'm saying that right, like the long, like the long name. Um, I always feel like I'm going to butcher the name. And uh, <laughs> to me, yes, it's classed as a shoujo isekai. And uh, the first season came out in 2021. Feels so long ago. It was like in the middle of the pandemic. And then a bit after that, season two was announced. I was just ecstatic. And it's just when it finally came around, I was like, oh, my God, I get to see everybody again. So the premise is about a girl named Sei, who's just your average Japanese office worker. She comes home late one night and then all of a sudden... She is summoned to another world, like a, you know, it's got medieval fantasy world. And um, she is summoned, because uh, in that world she's known as uh, something called the saint, uh, like in a prophecy sort of thing that has, or sorry, not prophecy, sorry. There's a history of people being summoned to that world who have been able to, you know, purify the miasma and all the poisonous magic uh, that roams around, especially with the summon beasts. And she has the power to purify all of that. So she's known as a saint and she's treated like royalty. But um, she ends up encountering first um, Jonah, who is like the director of this uh, medicinal, like, research institute of, like, herbs. Um and like potions magic and he tell you know he fills her in of like what's been going on things start out like a little bit rocky i remember and say he's a bit taken back with what's happened just what she's been taken from and she has to like fulfill her duties as a saint but at the same time she embraces the new life and comes to just adore the idea that she gets to like make you know, magical potions and research about herbs and plants and the uses they could have with it. Of course, like I said, things don't start out that way. Say is like very, um, she's very phased by it all, very taken back. And I think it takes maybe the first three episodes for her to actually feel fully comfortable. But then she also, to bring some comfort to her, she meets the commander of the Third Order of Knights, which his name is Albert. And he is a gorgeous blondie who I think at first sight falls in love with Say. So there's your romance right there, folks. And uh, and then we are taken on the journey of what it's like to be a saint for Say and meeting all these, you know, other people who work in the Institute and also the other people that Say, Say comes to know as she discovers this new world. So... That is our main premise. Honestly, the vibe of it reminds you of Snow White with the Red Hair. And usually at the end of a podcast, I would recommend a show to watch to fill the void. To be honest, Snow White with the Red Hair is going to fill the void instantly. So that's the first one I recommend to you when you finish this one. But um, Say has very much the demeanor as like Shiryuki from Snow White with the Red Hair. Very... um, always always keen to learn something curiosity is abundant um you know she's very sweet and thoughtful of other people but she gets sometimes way too ahead of herself in her own ideas um but overall says like a great like main character but at times i felt like um 
her character was compressed a bit, didn't have like time to not say develop, but her character to shine really because she was conformed to this, you know, duty that she's known as a saint in this world. And that's what you kind of come to know as. And I guess, I guess it would have been nice for the series for her to just be able to flourish a bit more. Um, just see more sides of her because we pretty much saw this, you know, the same, you know, excited her when she discovered that, say, there was rice in this world and chocolate, like things from her other world or in this world she's living in now. I mean, those scenes are really cute, but I did feel like her character was a bit compressed, but that's like a minor negative about the series. But it all in all, I ended up, you know, loving, say, I did. And um, so I, she's... You know, she's not like, oh, an amazing like main female protagonist of this, but she's sweet and good and I mean that's all I can really like say about her. Um so where to really cover, I guess the oh, like main thing I've gotta first get out of the way is that we have the romance factor, obviously. I like that at least this series sticks to its guns when people have said this is a shoujo isekai and I most clearly can confirm it is because I get really disappointed when people say a series is this and then it's and then it's not but that is the beauty of finding out things for yourself hey um so the romance in here is very slow burn okay but there's no nonsense of any like love triangles, none of that. I mean, we have the usual where Say is, you know, treated as a piece of royalty, being the saint, and she has to conform to certain, you know, uh, customs, being, you know, you know, don't want to be seen, don't want to be seen as something impure in, you know, society, you know, when we, you know, the you know, there's certain things you can and cannot do, and a character she, and somebody she is introduced to is Elizabeth, who is like she's like a teenage teenager to me. She's not like a woman, woman, um, noble woman who say would meet in the. I think she met in the palace library, and then they became friends. And at least, um, I like that. Say has somebody to talk to in this world. I would have felt, uh, not offended, but. No, actually, I would have felt a bit, a little bit offended or disappointed more like if she didn't have anybody, other, another female companion to talk to because it's quite a few men that Say works with and is also around a lot, um, even though there's, you know, Captain Albert. Um, but at the same time, yeah, you know, you need a female companion in that setting and uh, Elizabeth is lovely to say. Um, <clears throat> so I really like that she had a female companion but yeah so there's a few customs that say has to she's not forced to conform to but you know they're there the you know Jonah who was the first person to you know speak to her when she first arrived in the world um you know always informs her of what's going to happen and you can you know, kind of can't do this and maybe better held up on that a bit you know he keeps say in line <laughs> sometimes when she gets a bit ahead of herself <clears throat> or she has no idea what's going on so i've seen jonah is like he's more of like a brother to her which is cute i like that um he rem oh, and also he reminds me of somebody he looks like the guy from beauty and the the prince from beauty and the beast 
do do you think if you've seen this show do you think that do you think he looks like the guy the prince from beauty and the beast he does he's got i think it's the hair oh no he also looks like um the prince from what is it pocahontas what's his name is it john no it's not john i can't remember his name Uh, I can't remember his name. He looks like him when I was staring at him. And I think also the king in this series as well. Um, Why am I forgetting his name? He looks like Ariel's... Sorry, it's Ray... uh, Oh, here we go. It's Siegfried. There we go. Um, The king of Salutana, which is Tiana, which is the name of the country that uh, Say is residing in. Yeah, he looks like Ariel's dad. There's a lot of Disney relation lookalikes in here. I don't know why. That was the first thing I was like, yeah, there's a lot of Disney uh, revelations here, lookalikes. I said that was a bit freaky. But sorry, I got off track then. Back to um, (laughs) the romance. Um, It's slow burn. I loved it, though. And... And because we had season two, I didn't know what to expect, but there actually was quite a bit of focus on Say and Albert. And I really don't want to spoil anything about their romance, to be honest. I just want people to find out for themselves. Uh, All I can say is that I really enjoyed watching the process, even though at times there was a lot of pussyfooting around. Um there was because obviously say is very good at avoiding things (laughs) she has this amazing ability to avoid things um even though it's so obvious on her bloody face um i just yeah the way she tiptoed around our captain hawks i was just like girl you're so obvious um but look hey if you like slow bone you're gonna be good here you are overall i you know the whole relationship makes me swoon so it's like if i rewatch this i'm gonna feel exactly the same every time it would be i guess maybe it would be nice for a season three but i don't think so after season two that's all i'm gonna say so that's why i'll have to go i'll have to go to the light novels now i will have to um yeah, there's no question in my mind. As soon as I finished the series, I was like, nah, we're going to the light novels. We've got to read those. I need I need more of this series. I need a bit. I just need more of it. Thank God we have those options we do um, to fill the void. So romance definitely gets a tick from me. So and the thing I wanted to comment also was the atmosphere of the show. It definitely has your serene and chill vibe. How, how else am I supposed to describe it? And at the same time, the atmosphere, like between the characters, is is nice. It's heartwarming. Everybody's treated really nicely as well. Like everyone's nice to each other, treating each other like respectfully. Which, um, you don't have, you don't really get that atmosphere. I think I've not had, I've not experienced that for a while in a series. I haven't, where everybody's just, you know good to each other. It reminds me of you like Aria the Animation or Aria the Slice of Life show which I've talked about sometime this year I did an episode. Uh, it has that same um, vibe it does of you know every you know humans can be nice to each other 
Um, but it's genuine coming from all these characters, um, like with Say and Albert. Everything feels genuine that's said. And I like that vibe about the show. So that, that's another reason that you'll come to enjoy this series. Of course, we like the magical elements, especially getting, you know, getting to see Say kick a little bit of butt with her powers. There's one moment I remember that I think, yeah, maybe freeze a little bit, actually. I it, well, I say freeze, I'm like clutching to my pillow. I was like, no, 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 no. <laughs> that kind of freeze. Um, where she like just kicks her ass. I'm like, oh, you go, girl. And uh, it's now this is not really a spoiler because I think it becomes obvious. Like, so say, you know, say being the saint, say has this, you know, unlimited power. And I like that later on it's revealed, obviously, that her power comes from how she feels based on her emotions. And I like the bits where it explodes when it comes to love. So that's all I'm going to say on that. Um, I like, I like Say's power. Like, you know, everything she was feeling, you could see it happen through her magic. And it's pretty. It's beautiful. I love it. So to break down the seasons, um, I like season, I think I like season one just a bit more than season two. Season two, things really, uh, really take, it's very slow paced. And it's a, there's a lot of the, there's a little bit of exploration, you know, about some of the other things that Say has not discovered about the world yet. But I feel like it was a mishmash of a lot of things like Say, um, like Saints being the Saint, she has to go on these missions with all the knights. So she's with Albert quite a bit. Then we have, you know, marriage proposal talk going on. Yeah, there's a lot of things that are crammed into season two. Whereas season season one, I think things were building up at a nice pace. And this is, you know, I liked all of it equally. But, you know, season one just had that better setup it did. But didn't mean to say I didn't like season two. So, but at the same time, the atmosphere is always the same. It is. The characters are pretty much all the same. The interactions, nice, respectful. Um, and we have Disney lookalikes. It's, um, <laughs> I'm selling this series to you really well, aren't I? Um, and you know, there's some, obviously like there's some really little funny, there's some little funny moments as well, especially with Say and her facial expressions. But like I say that all the time talking about series, sorry, the humor gets to me with facial expressions. I'm, I'm always here for it. Got to give a facial expression and like, you'll have me with the humor factor you will um so there's yeah there's some like there's not some like you know nice funny moments in this and that you know not like oh laugh out loud my lungs but like you know i think you'll have like the odd chuckle and you'll be like oh that's nice and like oh my god i understand how that feels kind of reaction that's that's how that's how i felt anyway um I think one of the other things I really liked was the opening themes of the songs. Um, like the first one for the first season uh, was called Blessing. And then the second one had the same vibe, which is called uh, Semi Sweet. Semi Sweet by Aria Yuki. Really nice voice that girl has. 
Um, and yeah, it's you just see those little things like the opening theme is such a big factor because it can set up the tone of the series throughout the beginning of an anime for me. It does, and it really does. As soon as you hear that melodical, beautiful music come on, like when I when I remember I was watching the first episode of season two, as soon as it came on, I was like, oh, I'm back in my happy place. <laughs> I'm back in my happy place. Um, so those thi- those little details are like, they become really important, they do. So I get, yeah, so opening themes are a big factor. Ending themes, kind of like, not really, I'm not really bothered about those, but yeah, opening themes, big factor. Now, I can't give my comment on the English dub, because I forgot there was any English dub for this. Um, I've heard that it's pretty good, but I have not watched this in the English dub yet. Um, probably when I do a rewatch a bit later on in the new year, which would be nice. Uh, I'll probably put it on my social media, something, my thoughts on the English dub or give a mention in in an episode that's relevant. Um, I know I actually am quite a fan of the Japanese, not because sometimes, sometimes, sometimes the Japanese acting is not always spot on. And that's been an occurrence with a few series it has. I know that's funny to say because you think it's always going to be perfect, but but sometimes there's just a voice that doesn't suit. Um, but yeah, I, I'll give my thoughts on that like later on. Or I could put it actually in the description of um, this uh, podcast in the description of what I thought of the English job. Um, I could put that in as well. Unless somebody wants to, like, comment, leave somewhere, let me know, like, is the dub good? Like, what are your thoughts about it? Please feel free to let me know that. Um, let's see what else is say. Like, animation is really pretty. I like the studio that does it. Dio, Dio Mita. Um, they have a really nice animation style. And everything looks vibrant, colourful, and that's how it should be for a series like this. And it's it's perfect. So that's all I really have to say about um, the animation for this. And funnily enough, one of the uh, like the main direct the one of the main directors for the anime, which is known as Shota Ihata, um, he's done quite a few you may he may know him in the anime director world. I knew him. I know I've known about him before I started watching this. He's done quite a few series, like we got Tiger and Bunny, and Mobile Suit Gundam, and like Sky Ducks, the basketball anime. Yeah, he's he's one of, one of the one of those main animators. You're definitely going to learn about it when you animate if you when you enter into the anime world and you really like researching about that sort of thing. So, yeah, he's yeah he's done quite a few works. Um, again, I did try and research any kind of information about this series. You know, I always like to look up interviews, and I don't really have a fun fact for you guys for this series. I couldn't find anything. I scoured the internet and came up with nothing. But that do- that's okay. I feel like I'm only going to find that sort of thing some a lot of the time with older series. There's always something interesting about the process of an anime. You learn about certain things. And I feel like you learn about a lot more with older anime. But oh well. Um, 
Oh yeah, one cool thing with this show is that it got a um it got licensed uh the light novels to become audiobooks through Seven Seas Entertainment, which is really cool. And it's gonna be read by the English um dubcast. Um I can't remember who's gonna narrate it, but that was an announcement earlier this year in May, so that's super exciting. I, I have no idea since then. I've not been keeping track if the actual first audiobook for volume one is out. If it is, I'm gonna listen to it. Cause yeah, I really love that, you know, we're getting light novels narrated. Like I'm excited for like 86. Like that that being, you know, we're gonna we can listen to that, the audiobook for that. Um, I feel uh, you know, sometimes audiobooks are an easier way to like, you know, read because sometimes we don't all have the time to sit there and read a book every single day sometimes. But I love having the option. So I was super excited that this series got that um licensed. Oh so Yes, just do, just, you know what, that should just be a, th- a regular thing. It should just be a regular thing for, like, some of these light novel adaptations. Um, just that they get, like, audiobooks. It's just another fun way for people to get into the story, you know. any Anything is good. Any option is good to the people to get into the story. Um, it's like My Happy Marriage. Like, I remember when I first heard about that. The series was not known about that. It was around um, early last year I got into it. And the manga wasn't really around then it wasn't. It was just the light novels. And I read, remember I read the first one and then the manga started coming out soon after. This was in July. And then it exploded after that as soon as the anime was announced for Netflix. And it's just exploded. And... um. And it's like the the manga is definitely has made that series a lot more popular than light novels. Sometimes it's always the other way around. Light novels make a series more popular than the manga adaptation. It's kind of weird like that, but no, obviously the manga is easy a gateway sometimes for people. Um, yeah, because you know I, I feel like there's way more manga readers out there than there is light novel readers, as the ones I've know in my life personally, but. That's just my take on it anyway. But, so, the saint's power is omnipotent. You have a slow burn romance. You have characters that kind of are like Disney lookalikes, which is a bit freaky. Um, You have characters that have a, you know, nice, respectful nature towards each other. Uh, Magic potions... If that is your thing, you're going to love that side of things. Um, Some nice humour in there. And you have a series making up all of that put in the pot. You have a concoction for a great sit-back time kind of anime for between (laughs) Christmas and New Year. (laughs) I hope that I was able to sell this series to you. Um... I mean, honestly, I could have just made this like a five-minute podcast and said, just go watch this because this is such a comfort show. It really is. So is is the romance. So if you want to watch this series, you can watch it is streaming on Crunchyroll. It's actually on Funimation, if anybody still actually has that. 
Apparently it's on YouTube, but that's only for Asia. And yeah, those are your options, guys. And I actually collected the first season of this show last year. So I've got to obviously collect the other because immediately I fell in love with it. I was like, it's got to be my collection, people. So yes, this concludes for the very final episode of the podcast for 2019. Don't worry, it's not like final, final. We're just... It's just the closing for the year it is. Um, I don't want to get too sentimental here because, you know, I know that the ones that do actually do listen to my podcast. And so for any new listeners that have been listening to this podcast for this year and current ones, so I want to say a big thank you to those who click the play button. I think over in total, I've nearly got nearly over... Um, 800 plays which is crazy when I started this podcast two years ago nearly two years yeah it's yeah nearly been nearly two years and you know doing solo podcasts is not easy like kind of getting yourself out there like just doing doing a podcast is actually really easy because I love talking that's why to me it's easy it's kind of like getting yourself known out there like hey I've got this podcast where I talk about anime individually and you never know what you're gonna get because uh, you know how I, I don't you know put myself out there to compete you know I just you know you just do it because you love it but at the same time it's still hard to get your name out there but that's what you have that's why I've, I have the blog and stuff <laughs> but um yeah, I just want to say a big thank you to those that have listened and going into 2024, um, nothing's really going to change. Um, everything will still be monthly. If I'm able to get out a podcast twice a month, that would be fantastic. I will, I have aimed for myself to at least do two podcasts for January because things will slow down a bit then big time. So I can put the time in for that. And also my blog is getting, it's had a revamp recently, I redesigned the website. Um, I still need to tweak it a bit. Um, And also I'm setting up posts in advance for um, the new year as well. I've been in the process of doing that. But as I said, nothing's really changing the podcast. Everything's going to be kept the same. Um, I have loved all the anime I've covered this year. Uh, it's been very enjoyable talking about all of them it has and I hope to just do a fair mix of like talking about old and new anime as per usual but I can give you a clue that the anime I'll be talking about in January is an early 2001 so you'll have to get your thinking caps on all I'm going to mention is water and tail okay those are your hints to take a guess in what we might be talking about <laughs> for next month. So Merry Christmas to everybody. I hope you all have a fantastic one. Make sure you drink till you drop. And if you don't, just make sure you eat till you get so fat. <laughs> and you have a great new year. I'm probably just going to have a quiet one. I'm more of a Christmas person than a New Year's person. Till when I talk to you guys in the new year. Have a happy and safe one, and I'll see you then. Bye for now.